She wouldn't mind a cup of coffee. She wouldn't mind a winning lottery ticket. You're hearing our voices. That means it's time for It's This Meets That podcast where we watch terrible movies so you don't have to, but you probably should. I'm Russ. I'm Jared. So here we are. New episode. What have we done to ourselves this week? Uh, We watched The Tall Man. Um, I was really excited about this one. Uh, Basic premise here. Uh, When her child goes missing, a mother looks to unravel the legend of the tall man, an entity who allegedly abducts children. Keyword allegedly, I think, in that opening there. Wildly misleading. I had super high hopes. I wanted a Slender Man movie because that's what it was billed as. And we'll get to it, but... Yeah, there's a lot of misleading stuff about everything about this movie from, I think, even the like the poster to that to budget, <laughs> budget. Everything is misleading about this movie. Yep. We'll, we'll tear it a new one. So uh, quick info, um, uh, written and directed by Pascal. Uh, would we go with the last name? He's French. Logier. Logier. Pascal Logier. Shout out to this guy. If you want us to correct the pronunciation of your name, we will. Send us an email. <laughs> yes. Send us an email with an audio file of you pronouncing your own name, and then we'll, we'll fix it. Please. <laughs> Please. Um, it was his first single film. He's only done a couple. He's got a couple, bunch of shorts. He's done a couple of uh, features in, in France. Um, Not a bad debut. I feel like we've done a couple of movies now by first-time directors, and like they've yeah. been much worse. This was not the worst movie we've seen. <laughs> it's definitely not the worst movie we've seen. That's a good point, actually. Um, right. So, the th- uh, I mean, I guess we can talk about this. Like, the theme of the movie is definitely about, obviously, child abduction. Yep. That's not spoiling it yet. We haven't got to the, the spoilers part yet, but um, most of his uh, films uh, he did in, in France though, were actually all about child abduction. So there's clearly a theme he runs with. Um, who's in this movie? Yeah. So Jessica Biel, which immediately made me think, oh, this is an A-list movie. We're getting about Slenderman. Finally, A-list? the Slenderman movie I've always wanted. I think Jared and you and I have different concepts of a-list but yeah 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 Jessica Biel she was in uh b plus b, b plus b plus list yeah it was stealth a movie <laughs> <laughs> you're just making up a movie right now no no that was the one where she like she was a fighter pilot and like, it was like a whole it was like a like not it was like a not not transformers but could have been a michael bay movie lots of explosions it wasn't good i was trying to make a joke but <laughs> yeah no i think i know what you're talking about Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, Jadel Furland, another uh, huge, huge money star. Really? No, I don't know who that is. Okay. Yeah, we didn't do it. We should have done a little more homework, maybe on <laughs> on most. We did like we kind of did spotty homework. I think actually, everyone here. Yeah, not our best effort. <laughs> not our best effort, but it's fine. We move yeah. on. Um, we got, and then we got uh, Stephen McHattie, who is the actor that you would recognize and be like, I know this guy. And then when you go look him up, you're like, I haven't seen anything he's ever been in. Right. Which, like, oh, wait a second. He was, I saw him in a thing 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing I recognize. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's in everything, but he's never, he's always a supporting character. Uh, right. And he's great. He's awesome. Kind of creepy looking. Can certainly play the creepy guy, which he does in this. Yep. Yeah. Does pre- well, he's not, he's, he doesn't play a creepy guy in this. Uh, I mean, he comes off as being pretty creepy and they set him up to being creepy. Again, it's another, um, it's another, it's another, you know, ruse, another trick. Yes, you're right. I, I assume he was the hero. But most really? Of oh, yeah. no. Right off the bat, I was like, oh, they're setting him up to be the bad guy. Okay. Anyways, we'll get to it. Yep. Um, and then <clears throat> the other, uh, I guess, probably 
more known maybe William B. Davis. Right. Which I like to think the B stands for Billy. I want him to be William, William Billy, Billy Davis. Davis. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So <laughs> Willie Billy Davis. Yeah, right? It's fun to say. <laughs> it's kind of fun to say. All right, so Willie Billy Davis. Yeah. Uh yeah, he used the cigarette man in X Files. Yeah. Playing huge, uh playing the sheriff. Huge claim to fame. Yeah. Um so there's like the four main characters. There's obviously a bunch of other Sure. Yeah, I guess we can call Hard to call anyone a main character in this one. <laughs> I mean, I think Jessica Biel is obviously, she's definitely a main character, and yes. Jodel Furland is definitely a main character. Well, we can argue about that. Okay. <laughs> um, how did this movie do? So, don't think it had a domestic box office release. Um, internationally, it did about 6.7 million. Did really well in France. Makes sense. Yep. He's pro- clearly got a following. No. <laughs> right, yeah, the writer's right here. Are you listening? Are you paying attention at all right now? Yeah, but I was like, wait a second. Why? why? This is why? a particularly appealing movie to French people. <laughs> I guess, I don't, yeah, because the writer-director is French. So 6.7 million international, and then video did like 1.3 million. Um, budget? I couldn't find any hard details in this one, but of the few spots I did find said $18 million for a budget for this movie. Do I you think, think this is an $18 million movie? 100%. I mean, Jessica Biel is expensive. <laughs> when you're B plus, you know, B plus. She's married to Justin actor. Timberlake, right? Still? That, does, like, that doesn't mean you get all automatic, like, you know. I'm saying she's A-list. She's an A-list star. She probably is 8 million of the 18 million. <laughs> That's so many millions. <clears throat> What else did you spend money on in this movie? There were like three set pieces. Well, you, there was, yeah, there was no set pieces at all. It was just like, hey, here's an empty hotel. Here's an empty town. Right. Um, we did compare this to other movies we've we've previous movies, previous episodes, right? Yep. Uh, Force of Nature was 22, 23 million, and 23. then twenty three million, and then Speed Kills with John Travolta with the whole VR experience was twenty two. I think it was. Yeah, and so that's what I'm saying. I think we're seeing a trend here of. Uh, bad movies with one A-list star like Mel Gibson or John Travolta, uh, they absorb half of the about $20 million budget and then the rest goes towards, I don't know, gasoline in the case of Speed Kills. But. <laughs> <laughs> the blowing up of Speed. They didn't even actually blow up any boats, did they? Even no, I'm just saying using the gas to run the boats. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. I buy that. Yeah. <laughs> Gas expensive. <laughs> it's yeah, you know, it's up there. Shout out to um, Big Mel sponsor us. Yeah, Exxon, whatever. Sure. Okay. More more stuff I gotta cut out. Thank you. <laughs> um, so that's the quick info on the movie. Uh this movie's listed as a crime drama mystery horror movie. Disagree. Disagree <laughs> on definitely the horror part of this movie. So yeah, a Hollywood pitch. What do you got? All right, hear me out on this one. I think I've got a good one. <laughs> good one. Again, this is like, I wouldn't say an A-list Hollywood pitch, but. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> this, is a, this is a Jessica Biel quality Hollywood <laughs> pitch. All right. Being A-list. So 2003's Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Starring, starring Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel, right? Did she star in that? Or I, didn't, I didn't see that one. Yeah, she's the hero. And so that, I think that's another reason why I said it fits perfectly because. Final Girl. Uh, common in to this movie she steals a baby and uh spoilers 
spoilers for another movie that we're not even talking about. No, spoilers for this movie also. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet, but Jessica Biel is stealing babies left and right every movie between yeah, 2003 and 2012. How many babies has she stolen then from 2003 to 2012? We'll never know. We'll never know. And so Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets uh, An Inconvenient Truth. Now, <laughs> this one I need to explain. Uh, if you're not familiar... Please uh, do. Uh, an Al Gore documentary about global warming. I think almost everyone knows An Inconvenient Truth at this point. Uh, and it's out there. At the end of this movie, by the way, my Is This Me That is probably from the last, I don't know, five to ten minutes of this movie. <laughs> like very, very spoiler driven. <laughs> uh, so Jessica Biel ends up giving this big long rant about how like the world's awful and how she did these kids a favor by stealing them. Uh, and I think... Are you uh, this, hold on. Are you getting into spoilers here? Do we need to? Yes. Oh, okay. deep spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Very deep. Okay. <laughs> uh, and and I think like when she's giving this speech, you can see it in her eyes. I think she believes it. I think this is her in inconvenient truth moment. I think Jessica Biel is in favor of stealing poor children and selling them to rich parents. I think. I I think you sold me on this. Right? I I saw you put this in and I was like, really? Yeah, I've never I've never seen someone believe something so much. Um, she's a great actress, which I agree. B plus, you know. Or <laughs> I, on the other, other hand, went a little bit um, the other way. I went uh, Rambo: First Blood meets Slenderman. <laughs> sure. Uh, all right. You need to explain yourself. I think. I, I, well, that's fine. So, I mean. She is she's by herself against an entire town. Okay. Okay. That's that is pretty much Rambo First Blood. That's the part you're Obviously, taking from Rambo. It's, it's mostly about you know PTSD and coming back from yeah. But you know the part of majority of the movie is like him surviving against an entire town. You know. Yep. Sheriff. You know. Yep. This is uh, might even be in the Pacific feels- North. Probably in the Pacific Northwest as well, where this movie takes place. Fair enough. Uh, and she also does some crazy crazy rambo type shit in this movie i get yeah you're right you're actually you're right that's a great point you know i mean like obviously scaled down it's like i mean ah, is it i don't know <laughs> we're gonna get to it and you're gonna see and you're like actually yeah this may be a little you know first blood-esque uh and then meet slenderman which i mean i think this was actually just this taken basis of the story of slenderman well at least for whoever wrote the description of the movie not for the person who actually wrote the movie i'm assuming they're two different people yes because, yeah. because it's not true. Yeah. Well, yeah, right, right. And then the actual Slenderman movie came out in 2018. Yeah. I wanted a Slenderman movie in this case, and it disappointed me. Disappointed. Um, I threw, I'll throw a bonus, bonus, uh, it's this meets that. I got a little excited. I also said uh, it could be like Prisoners meets Jeepers Creepers. Okay. I haven't seen Prisoners, so it's, it's a pretty dark, dark movie about child abduction. Oh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> with our one of my you know yeah it's pretty dark but you know jeepers creepers is stupid so it kind of bounces out maybe yeah dark and stupid that makes sense that was like this movie yeah very du- not dark uh i guess i guess the content was dark but also dark lighting like a lot of the movie was too dark <laughs> yes like i couldn't see something moving like what right. was going on yeah all right so that's it Hollywood pictures is pretty good yeah i feel good so, about those. i feel good about both all those actually thank you i feel good about mine <laughs> But you're gonna, at the end of the, by the time you get done with this, you'll be like, yeah, yours is actually makes more sense. You're right. You're An right. Inconvenient truth. A documentary. All right. Come on. 
Uh, is it time for Fast Facts? Oh, you know it is. So uh, this time around, uh, little tone shift. Uh, the whole movie's about child abduction. Uh, they open the movie. We're going to talk about it, but with a crazy stat, uh, they say 800,000 children go missing every year. And so both of our instincts were to check that out. And like, turns out at least in 2012, that was true. Like that was from, you know, there's a long Reuters article that I was reading about missing children in 2012, crazy year. So uh, instead of regular fast facts, just like a little PSA, go check out missingkids.org. It's a really good organization that tries to, help uh, return missing children to their families so yeah yeah look at us look at you yeah now we can be dumb again but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right psa is over now we're gonna go spoilers and be stupid yeah starting off uh, spoilers now officially even though jared already spoiled yeah the entire fucking movie that ship has sailed <laughs> yeah that ship has sailed if you, at this point if you're still listening to the show you should know spoilers are bound at any point Yep. We Shout out like to, to our listeners. We just like to surprise you when we're going to spoil the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's basically from the title. <laughs> yeah. This this podcast has more twists than this movie did. So uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We're not done with it. Let's find out. So, I think it's important <laughs> to note that in the ever ever going saga that Russ and I are working on uh, in the background here of uh, trying to expose this indie movie money laundering. Uh, you mean a, a serious investigative journalism? Yeah, the conspiracy. I mean, yeah, we're talking about it for sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, this one I don't think falls into that category. There were yeah. very few studios mentioned. <laughs> no, yeah, there's a couple of studios. I Producer list seems normal. It seems like a normal movie for like $20 million. Yeah, yeah. Easy, easy $20 million. Yep. And then um, trying to get on the horror bandwagon bandwagon because horror movies actually make a shit ton of movie money because um, they're usually cheap, but eighteen um, million dollars for horror movies is not that cheap. Yeah, um, so I think maybe that's what they tried to do. They probably maybe they tried to get into like a horror cat. It's not a horror movie at all. Like even all the marketing for is like selling as a horror movie. But again, I think that was just to like that's another twist. Yeah, the, the twist is the movie wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a twist or is that just? I expected this to be at least fun. <laughs> fun. <laughs> okay. All so, right. So speaking of fun. <laughs> speaking of fun. <laughs> All right. So uh, the movie kicks off with, um, yeah, I'm just going to get right into describing what happens, right? So we open yeah. up on um, a couple, a deputy sheriff and um, a character we don't know quite yet. It's, um, it's uh, what's his face there? Oh man, I'll have to edit this out. Stephen McCaddy, the character who looks creepy, but he's got a long trench coat. Yeah. I assumed he was a detective because he's with the he's with the sheriff boys, whatever. Sam, yeah. I figured he was a, some kind of police officer or something well, like that. Looks a little he still looks, you know, kind of creepy and sketchy. But so they're walking out of a cave, right? And coming back yep. to police cars and then they get in the cars. Uh but so this is this is kind of intercut with um some of the facts about the missing children stuff, right? So right. I think actually it starts off with after like the the production company, you know, credits rule. We, we get the first fact about 800,000, uh, 800,000 children go missing every year. Yep. Yeah. Um, and my first thought was after I, after I was like, Holy shit, is that true? Yeah. My second, <laughs> that was my first thought. I was like, really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. My second thought was, is this movie doing a trailer for itself in the movie? <laughs> I was like, 
the way they're cut, like just the way it was cut at the beginning, it was like, it's like in a world where in there world. are 800,000 children go missing every year. <laughs> um, but then, so then it's got like, so it's intercut with this, right? And then it cuts to them like walking in this cave and they're having a chat. And then it cuts back to like, you know, you know interstitial there. And it's like, most return within days. And I was like, okay, so, so is that 800,000 number actually accurate? Like what, <laughs> what's? Well, that's, that's reported missing. So, so reported. So I did a little, I did a little digging as I think you did too. I think we both had the same reaction. We're like, hey, holy shit, 800,000 kids. That's, that's so the many. saddest thing I've ever read. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, this movie's a downer right off the bat. I was like, I had no idea. That's crazy. Eye opening. Let's, let's look into it. Cause it is a movie. It could be made up, but I don't think you would just throw those numbers out there and be like, sure. Just there is a, there is a basis for that. You could easily find the number of missing children. And like, why wouldn't you do that if you were the people making the movie? <laughs> yes. So I did like just, just some quick, quick searching. So a report it's reported. So reported means that like anytime a kid runs away, it's reported. So one kid can run away three times. Each one counts as a report. It's not like one kid. So, okay. So sure. Maybe that, maybe that little number. It's still, it's still a crazy number of times that yeah. someone running away from home three times is divided by four and it's 200,000 children. Yeah. So. It's still, it's still, <laughs> it's still, that's still too many. Way too many. Way too many. Um, but then in like 2018, so this movie came out in 2012. Um, and then it's, I think the FBI actually reported in 2018, 2019, that 400,000 were reported. So like, okay, that's a drastic reduction, like 50% in six years, which is. Yeah. Which that's kind of weird, right? Like yes, what happened that. Sounds so, like a, that sounds, uh, sounds like someone fixed a reporting bug to me. Yeah. Not uh, like, like the number. Yeah. It's just. But I'm worried that maybe they did it in the wrong direction. Like maybe, maybe it really is 800,000 reports and now we're not counting some of them because I don't know. Yeah. So still crazy. And then, so we cut back to, um, you know, cops and detective coming out of the cave and then it cuts back to another like fact and it says a thousand leave without leaving a trace. Now, I don't know if that was just for the movie or not. I don't know. Like, yeah. So that one I was trying to find and I couldn't, I couldn't find uh, a good fact for that one because it's still think about how many children, like, you say a thousand disappear without a trace, but they don't, no one keeps stats that way. Like the way that they're, the stats are kept is like, if there are, you know, 400 or 800,000 reports in a year, yeah. it's however many kids are still missing or still missing next year, yep. regardless, right? Like they're not, unless they're returned quickly, like you, you can't just say it's a thousand because it's, it's a thousand compounded over years of missing children every year. I don't know. I guess, but I'm not an expert on missing children counts. So stats. Yeah. Fair enough. And also uh, the time of counting is the thing. (laughs) Yeah. We we need to work on better counting. I think overall. Yeah. We'll pretend this isn't being recorded around the election. (laughs) (laughs) Cause it's not going to come out until like Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Good point. Uh, All right. So then we, uh, so we, we get that. So clearly it sets the tone for the, for the movie. And we were kind of like, Oh, what's going on? We got, there's a cave and there's cops coming out of it, whatever. Uh, and then we cut to a doctor's office. Yeah. Doc, right. Doctor's office with yeah. Jessica Beale. Uh, well, I have a comment about the doctor's office thing. Cause I thought she was the only doctor in town pretty much. But anyways, so we cut to a doctor's office. Jessica Beale's there and she's, I don't think it's a doctor's office. I think it might just be like a medical room in a in a in a jail or something like that. So, just from from we know later. So like a doctor's office. Sure, sure. <laughs> 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 I 
Sure. I mean, I hate to break it to you, but an office can be anywhere. <laughs> uh, yes. A doctor's office in a prison is, is different than a doctor's office in a doctor's office. <laughs> yeah. So Jessica Biel's there and she's kind of all, all banged up. Uh, and there's like glass being pulled out of her face. Bleeding, disheveled. Yeah. I was like, all right, this is pretty brutal. Like she's getting chunks of glass pulled out of her face. And then uh, our detective there, uh, yeah, does he have a name other than, he's Lieutenant something, I think. I don't know. Yeah, Dodd. I think Lieutenant Dodd. Sounds about right. So yeah, Lieutenant Dodd, who's played by uh, Steve McCaddy there. Um, he's just like, and this is like the beginning of the misleading, right? Right. He's just like, looks at her. She's all, you know, distressed, whatever. And he looks at her and says. Are you okay? Yeah, are you okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do I look okay? <laughs> Not really. And then he's basically like, we ain't found shit. <laughs> right. We haven't found, we haven't found him or any of the others. Yes. And this is an immediate, so there's a, I wrote a note here and I, it's kind of a quick assumption where I was like, oh, they didn't find her son. Right. Spoilers. Anyways. So then we get to uh, my favorite movie trope. Uh, oh, I love this. In horror movies is 36 hours earlier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That was like classic. We're flashing back to figure out what's wrong with Jessica Biel's yeah. face. <laughs> Thank God. And then we get more credits in this. So a uh, little behind the scenes for our listeners here. Russ and I explicitly said, let's move this one along. <laughs> like, let's not spend a ton of time talking about stupid stuff. And we're, we're still in the credits here. We're probably 10 minutes in recording. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, so just so you know, this is going to be a two-parter. <laughs> yes. Off the bat. Most likely. Yeah. Jesus so anyway, so yeah, we that's when we get a, a Canada flan, slash France co-production, and I was like, "The fuck does that mean? Like, did France chip in money for this? Like, yeah, probably money? for their big director there. Did Canada, yeah, like, are Canada and France paying the countries paying <laughs> for this movie? <laughs> I think pretty much. I think they're they're on board. You know, they want to tell the truth of missing children in the USA. Is this the socialism that we've been warned about? <laughs> Countries paying for shitty movies now. <laughs> this is it, pretty much. Okay. Um, yeah. So then we're we get established. Okay. So we're out in the mountains. Uh, we get a shot of a train, which is definitely, a, I think, a, definitely a, a, a Canadian train, right? Like the train sure. rolling through town is like. I think it looks different. Well, yeah, they're a little bit nicer. They're kind of cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone actually called out in like the goof, someone called out the, you know, the railroad crossings. There's like a sign that says railroad crossing, but I guess in Canada, it says something else. It's like railroad way or something. And someone's like, that's a goof. That means this was in Canada. It's like, all right. Railroad was here. Yeah. Go easy there, geography nerd. Um, So we're pulling up to good old establishing shots of this town. We get a shot train pulling in. We're in cold rock USA, which Immediately, we don't know, but it's Washington State. Right. Yep. Um, Cold Rock, I don't think is a real place. <laughs> it reminded me of uh, Forks a little bit. Have you ever been in Forks, Washington? No. It's where uh, Twilight was filmed. Oh. Uh, I drove through there once with uh, shout out to Matt Wilson and Max Redder, who aren't listening to this. Um, but yeah, drove through that. They should listen to this. They should listen to this. Yeah, they're doing nothing else. They should listen to this. Yeah, get on this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until... 
uh, but yeah, drove through Forks, Washington with them once, and it's funny because that whole town, everything's named after Twilight. But it's like it's like <clears throat> tiny, tiny town in the middle of a rainforest in Washington, mm. hour hours away from civilization. Yeah, um, like this town, Cold Rock is just yeah. out there. Exactly the same. Yep. Yeah, uh, I mean, like the geography, it looks beautiful out there, little mountains, and everything. But this town is Gorgeous. shitty. Yeah, town is shitty. Yep. <laughs> uh, and they get that across. They, they pound that home in the first two minutes of like how shitty this town is, right? Yeah. So we're panning through. We see this. We see the town, center town, I guess, and then the train, whatever, buildings so one, looking a little... Go ahead. One thing that was a little off to me was, uh, are there mines in Washington? Like they said, they said there was a mining town. Yeah, why not? What are you mining in Washington? Rock. You can mine any, mine any type oh, of rock. Rocks. <laughs> yeah, different types of rock. You kidding me? Sure. <laughs> what do you mean, Sure. I don't, like, it doesn't seem like like you're not mining anything valuable in Washington. Like, are you mining gold? Are you mining coal? Are you mining? No, you can still get you, like. There's definitely rocks out there. You can my, like my town was a mining town where I what? grew up. Yeah, seriously in Connecticut. Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's baffling. Yeah, we just we made we made the best rock in town. That's all there is to it. Fascinating. No, I assume like lumber or like a more traditional. That would you would think Washington. Pacific- Pacific Northwest to be like trees. Yes. <laughs> Lumber. Every shitty town in Washington is trees. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Mining. But mining. yeah, you don't just mine for fucking gold like an old like what do you think this is? I don't know. <laughs> I guess I you're right. That's fine. So <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we basically establishing this town is just really shitty. Um and then it kicks in with a kid narrator. Some some kid is a girl well, is narrating. I get spoilies from uh, closed captioning because I've, a lot of times I watch our movies on closed captioning. and uh, Like almost my mistake was a few minute movies ago. Yeah, exactly. And so it says, uh, Jenny. Oh, <laughs> it says, Jenny says. Oh my God. I was like, okay, who, who's Jenny? Well, I didn't know who Jenny was until halfway through the movie. So I guess. I guess it's not too spoilery, but then, it, yeah. Okay, that's not bad. That's In fine. retrospect? It's spoilery, but if you, it's fine. If you're first time watching it. That's fine. Right. Um, so kid narrator kicks on. They're still doing shots of the town. They're just basically, she's basically talking about how shitty it is. Live used to be a mining town. No yeah. more mining because no one needs, you know, according to Jared, gold or silver anymore. Right. <laughs> so there's no jobs. There's no money. Yeah. <laughs> it's a classic, you know, the classic prosperous mining town turned poverty uh, stricken. Yep. No one needs rocks anymore. No, no one needs rocks. <laughs> Not at all. Um, and that's when we roll up to the clinic. Uh, well, yeah, we roll up pretty hardcore though. So this quiet, shitty town is just pretty small, by the way. All right. of a sudden, this old... Uh, well, seemingly small until an hour from now when all of a sudden the town is rioting and there are thousands of people somehow. <laughs> the town gets, this, this tiny town gets crowded real quick. <laughs> That's true. I guess, well, we're 36 hours. So 24 hours from now, yeah, there's like a million yeah. people in this town, but... Anyway, <laughs> anyways, um, so then out of nowhere, we just get like a car, like blistering out of out of like some street, just peeling out. Yep. Um, I always love this in movies when cars are peeling out in dirt and it's got like the like it's screeching noise, like it's like on like on pavement. Yep, love that. Um, and it's like there's three people in the car and the thing is just hauling ass down the road. And you're like, wow, this is the most excitement this town has seen. I actually first thought it was like bank robbery. Ooh, interesting. Okay. It was my first thought. It's not, not at all. I was so far from, from that thought. No. Yeah. Very different. So it's, 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 
It's a young, it's a young woman in, uh, in labor, like having a baby. Yes. Not a bank robbery. The opposite. Some say (laughs) the complete opposite of having a bank robbery. Yeah. And first of all, I don't, this, uh, whoever played this young woman, I don't know who she is. She's not in the movie very much. Only like for a few minutes, not convincing me that she's in pain. (laughs) Like she's like, Oh, oh, like, oh, this really hurts. Oh, <laughs> I, I have no idea. I can't, I don't even know if sure I can comment on it. Like, I sh- you, don't remember, you didn't, no, no, I, no, no, no. I mean, I, I know the scene. Like, I, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, it's, I think it's pretty painful. So yeah, I don't think she, there was a lot of screaming. Sure. But it seemed like fake screaming. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. This person is not a good actor. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey, you know, sometimes that, that happens. <laughs> oh my God. So, all right. So we get the uh, th- three women, uh, clearly it's mom and two daughters power driving through town. They go up, they pull up to a clinic, the free clinic. And this is where we meet our main. Just assume it's a free clinic. No, it's no, it's so I actually, so I rewinded this. Just you not... livelihood. No, did you, no, on the thing, it said free clinic. I actually, <laughs> I, I actually spun it back. So I was like, wait, what did that sign say? And he's like, free clinic. And I was like, <laughs> free clinic of what? <laughs> yeah, she's not, she doesn't really do much of anything. Or does she? Right. So um, they pull up to the clinic. Uh, girl's pregnant. She's giving birth right now. Right. We get introduced to Jessica Beale. And she said, uh, Jessica Beale is like, I'm not equipped for this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. This. Why isn't she equipped for this? This seems like a doctor's office. <laughs> yeah, free doctor's office. There you go, doctor's office again. Free clinic, see? Um, so then babies, yeah, we're having a baby now. My first thought was Jessica Biel is a vet. <laughs> like she was like, when she said, I'm not equipped for this, I was like, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing. That's, that's, that's what she's talking about. That's what I thought too. I was like, oh, she's a vet. But then I was yeah. like, why would have, what is, who, why do we need to follow a vet? Right. And then we watch this baby get born uh, and it doesn't matter at all. This is important to the plot. <laughs> uh, no. Well, it kind of, well, it's not again, really. part of it's, well, it's not, but it's part of the misdirection now. Yeah. And Jessica Beale's like, the baby is seemingly stillborn. It's like actually a really distressing scene to watch. It's, yeah. And then, uh, and then, and then <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but I don't think that's how you revive a baby. Like Jessica Beale's just like, smacking it around like i know that you do like you you, you like you like spank it or whatever i don't know what you do okay. how to revive it. i'm not, not a doctor either yeah don't even attempt to explain how you do it then but it seems illegitimate <laughs> the way this is happening in front of me <laughs> like the kid illegitimate um so yeah like we'll move on the baby the baby lives <laughs> the baby lives <laughs> the baby and lives then, uh, our presumed grandmother here, the presumed like the the father, yep. the, the the mother of the mother, mother is of the mother Tracy, and she's like, we can't go to the hospital. Yeah, I didn't get that, and I was like, wait, why? Yeah, <laughs> like, just oh, it's a weird incest baby. I think is what they were going for. Well, we all right. So hold on. So uh, I thought, or they they're not related. No, I thought. Jesus, this is where it's, this gets a little crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, this movie is like very triggering uh, for a number of reasons, like missing children, violence towards children. There's uh, like, I don't know, like a lot of, a lot of weird relationships and abuse 
Like yeah. nothing's nothing's healthy in this town. No, not at all. Well, you know, it's shitty. Right. <laughs> so I've gathered. Uh, and then yeah. the for everyone. But no, I thought so I thought the so hold on, let's take a sip here. So the mom doesn't want to go to to, to Seattle. Like Jessica Bill's character is like, hey, bring the bring you need to bring the kid, he needs to be monitored like you know, I literally right, just, I just, I just resuscitated the kid like here, you know, the kid needs, I'm not a, I'm a vet, you know, she's not a vet, but you know what I mean? Pretty close. And right. you need to bring it somewhere where it can be taken care of. And this is like, now looking back on this, it's like, now you see that she was pushing for some good here. Uh, but the, the parents and the people of this town are just, are just shitty. Right. Everyone and sucks in this town. Pretty much. And I don't think it was an incest thing. It was, I think, uh, I think the, her, she went on this rant about Steven, right. Who we'll talk about later. I think that's, I think it's the mom's like boyfriend or something, wasn't it? Yeah. That like the father of Jenny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Unclear. Yeah. Stepfather of Jenny. Well, yeah. Stepdad, but then yeah. Whatever. Okay. Doesn't matter. It doesn't, but we're spending way too much time. (laughs) Yeah. We don't know. I'm going to cut a lot of that. Um, So then, so then it comes up on my screen again. Jenny, the narrator, says, uh, "Sometimes are born when they weren't wanted in Cold Rock," and I'm like, "Wait, that's a weird thing to say too." <laughs> like again, they're describing how like a lot of seemingly sexual abuse in this town. Like nothing is good here, and you, that point is being made very quickly. Uh, so as soon as they they start then, and, and you're like, "Oh, they're in Washington." That's when they tell you. I think the first time, um, kind of side handedly uh my first thought is whoever's stealing these kids must be a sam squanch uh a what a sam squanch i'm sorry say that again. is that how you pronounce sam squanch um, i mean <laughs> you know like a like a like a like a humanoid uh very hairy uh like bigfoot i think people say casually say that word again sam squanch <laughs> I feel like you give me shit so many times. But how do I pronounce words? I think this is my moment. You mean Sasquatch? No. Nope. What's the same? <laughs> is this a thing I don't know about? No, yeah. I'm making it. Is this, is this some urban <laughs> dictionary? This is a trailer park boys, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You I love a good Sasquatch. Oh, my God. You got me on that one. And then, and then more credits. <laughs> well, there's definitely more credits. So we, so after this this crazy moment of childbirth, uh, narrator explaining how she this is, same mm-hmm. squanches, whatever. Um, we we cut to news clips. It was news clips of family members from this town, Cold Rock, being interviewed. You remember this, right? Inner cuts of like yep. family members who Vaguely. were talking about all their children being abducted and there's missing children signs all over town, right? Right. Like a lot of them. Like Too to many. The po- like to the point of like, if you have a child there, you know what? There is another shitty town you can move to where kids are not missing probably. Oh, I was going to say there's another town you can move to called Derry, Maine, where, <laughs> where there's actually, yeah, that's actually, Right. <laughs> Why don't you come over to the East Coast? We've got a perfect town for you with all the kids right. <laughs> that you don't want and abuse. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then, like, oh, it's going to be a Stephen King thing. Cool. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Um, yeah, so then we, so, and that's where we find out they're in Washington. And then they keep talking about the, the tall man myth. You know, right. they kind of throw it in there like, oh, yeah, I think it was tall man. And some people believe it, some people don't. It's like, dude, there's so many kids missing from your town. 
introducing the Slender Man concept. Like the Jenny is talking a lot about it. Seems like it's going to be a big theme. <laughs> yep. And then there's just credits galore. Um, That's going to be all written on the street. Yeah, I didn't quite get that whole thing. The credits they, were weird. They they like they wrote, were weird. They wrote them on the environment. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, uh, okay. It seems like a 2012 thing to do. Um, so we get through credits and then we jump to, and this is kind of important. Um, would you, do you have anything else? No, we we jump to Trish's diner, which is like a major um, uh, location, right? Yep. Because you need a diner in in a small shitty town, right? Totally. Everyone needs coffee. Yeah. So my first call out here. Go for it. People still talking about the tall man because that's the premise. Yeah. Uh, like, I love how much they say the tall man in this movie. I think there should be some kind of rule around, like, the more you say the title, the the more you get paid. Or the more he shows up. Sure. Yeah, that would be nice, too. I mean, <laughs> that would man, Like a candy man thing? Yeah, the candy man can. Uh, so my first call out here... Uh, the guy says it's not the boogeyman. Did you hear him say that? No, he's he did he put an extra O in there? Yeah, no, and I think like I mean yes. What do you mean? Like extended the O? It's just boogeyman. Yes, boogeyman. And I was like, that's a yeah, weird. That's, why would you say it like that? That's someone who picks their nose. Yeah, I don't care for it. I feel like this is something everyone should be upset about. Why I didn't. I didn't hear that at all. Boogeyman. Boogeyman. Yep. Um, so we're sitting at the at the diner uh, counter there, and it's the sheriff clearly right. uh, talking with the local who has lots of opinions about how. This, so this is after finishing the movie and coming back to this, thinking about this. This scene really now annoys me. Mm. So the sheriff and the local are talking, right? And the local who's drinking a beer, whatever. He's, he's the boogeyman guy. Yeah, and it's and he, yeah, he's the he's the guy who says it's not the boogeyman, and right. he's got opinions about how the children are being taken, blah blah blah, and it's been actually like been a couple months since the kid's gone missing yep he's like i think it's a pedophile blah blah and it's not some tommy and all this sort of stuff right so he's going through all this stuff and it's like don't they do they no i guess they don't know do they do they no i don't think anyone knows at this point okay well so they know they know the fake news that we'll find out an hour from now uh yeah but they don't know they don't know what's actually happening like the kids keep disappearing it seems to be a big problem in this town they're like oh look there's like old woman jenkins who uh lost her child up at the poor poor lady out there and jessica beale's like yeah she wouldn't mind a cup of coffee i should bring her one and then the local who, yeah local yeah uh is like you wouldn't mind she wouldn't mind a winning, wa- winning lottery ticket okay yeah that's weird weird thing to say I also so, think like they're they're speaking about missing children so casually. Yeah, <laughs> like it's over a cup of coffee and a beer. And it's like yeah, <laughs> and I don't. I still. I'm like at this point, I don't understand where this movie's going. <laughs> I don't either. And then we get um we get the detective rolls in, right? Right. Um. So then that's when she goes outside, right? And she and she offers a cup of coffee to the beleaguered mother here. yes so there's there's a uh what's her name is there what's her name uh uh mrs She's johnson a, it's mrs johnson david johnson's mother i don't remember yeah yeah yeah. Okay, yeah 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 yeah. i don't know sure i thought she had a first name yeah so mrs johnson she's outside and she's like crazy whatever and she comes up and she's outside and you're like oh she's a crazy lady jessica beale's like yeah want a cup of coffee so she brings a cup of coffee out to her and the lady basically just turns her down right 
Right, which is right. Comes back to bite her later. Comes back to bite all of us later. And that's when you're like, wait a second, how much do people inside know? Like, I think some of the scripting isn't even consistent. See, that's <laughs> so. That's what I'm saying. Like, if this is what this is what bothered me about this was that like this locals, we're gonna find whatever we're in fucking spoiler town. I can talk about it later in the movie, but like this pisses me off because like the guy, they the all know he, they all know Crazy Lady Johnson, right? Yeah. And she's got this theory and she already explained it to them. And there's always a, already a shrine. And this, this guy is talking about, he's got an opinion about how the children are stolen. Right. And he's basically, it's weird. Cause he's just like telling us as the audience, this false information, but he actually knows or believes Mrs. Johnson was outside. Cause we do find this out later. Right. Exactly. Like this the, movie is riddled with fucking the, stupidness. The in movie logic doesn't hold up at all. No, it doesn't at all. Like, so right, now I feel better about where I was going with like, I was trying to get there with that, my first comment. So fucking I'm leaving that in. Cause that makes sense. Cause she knows and she told everyone and all the entire town knows. So yeah, this is going to be very confusing for the listeners. No, we're... <laughs> because this movie is very confusing for like, so sorry to everyone in advance because like, I feel like the last few that we've done, there's so much jumping around that happens in within scenes. Well, when you when you tear apart a movie like this, you start realizing like, oh, they're not actually paying attention to time. It doesn't matter. They're just moving through whatever. Yeah. They don't care about like... Thinking about all like the good movies that I've seen. Yeah. And, and then think about all the good movies you've seen. They spend yeah. minutes in scenes because that's how you make a movie that's effective. <laughs> You're like, oh, I appreciate this scene. We can talk about this scene. And this movie doesn't have scenes. None of the movies we watched have scenes. They're all just yeah, like just like random clips strung together. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like sketches just kind of tied together with less yeah. logic, actually. Maybe we unlock the secret. That's what makes a good movie is like actually having scenes. Yeah, actually, <laughs> you know, thinking about logic. Right. Anyways. So my first thought is we show up in a junkyard and I'm like, who's this rapist in the junkyard? Because uh, I assume this is the guy that probably impregnated that girl. It is. Spoiler. It is. Steven, scumbag. Yeah, scumbag. I, I literally wrote, we meet Steven, scumbag, that sex up the daughter who had the kid in the beginning of the movie. Right. Yeah. Right. And like the, di- the dialogue in this whole scene doesn't make any sense to me. I think I just don't. I think they assume that you already watched this movie. <laughs> So that like, this is your second watch and now it makes sense, but yeah, here it is. So Jessica Biel drives to the, it's a double wide here, whatever, right? To go check, I think to go check on the the baby and and the mother. Oh, okay. No, no, no. The the daughter who, or the sister who we don't know. I don't think we learned her name. No, no. One who gave, who gave birth in the beginning of the movie, right? Right. And she runs into Steven, who is basically just this scumbag who is, I think, supposed to be, I thought he was supposed to be the the mother's i think you're right the mother's hubby. boyfriend yeah boyfriend or husband yeah and he ended up sleeping with her daughter like, God, okay yeah um and then there's just he like gets right in her face right right kind of like right into you know julia aka um jessica biel jessica biel right gets in yep. her face very aggressive and then just like yeah you're right just spouts out like random exposition about her husband yeah, like, wait, why are we bringing up Jessica Biel's dead husband? Like, yeah, like this is really. He's just like, well, your your husband was an okay guy. He was always around. He, he was nice, and then, but you're just a nurse. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> what? Like, oh, okay, that was very. Uh, thank you, I guess, for setting it up for us. That the yeah, time. I wonder, I wonder if that's going to come back later. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, 
And then, like, nothing happens in this scene. Nope. <laughs> and it's nope. like, okay, well, down by the creek. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, nothing happens. And then we just jump to uh, Julia meeting with Jenny, the, the, the sister of, of the pregnant girl there. Then our narrator, Jenny. Our narrator, Jenny. Yeah. Um, hanging out by a river creek there, you know, drawing pictures. Um, the creek, but. The creek, that's good. <laughs> and Jenny doesn't speak. Right. Which, side note, extra, actress... con- extra confusing if you were, if you were watching. So as, as someone who watched it without the closed captioned and didn't yeah. see that it said Jenny now is narrating, I'd be very right. confused at this point. If you saw Jenny is narrating, be like, but she doesn't speak. Who is she speaking to? Exactly. But then and you later on learn who she's speaking to, and it's us. So she could be speaking in her own head. But anyways. Yeah. And sh- shout out to... Thais for pointing it out, uh, my girlfriend on this one, when the this actress was also in Twilight and Silent Hill and didn't speak in either of those either. Really? <laughs> yeah. What? Are you shitting me? Uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't fact check this, but I trust Thais. So. <laughs> hey, we'll take it. Whatever. We don't fact check much here. Yeah. I did see Twilight. I did not see Silent Hill. I uh, did not recognize her from Twilight because I think I'm trying to black that out from my memory. Uh, I don't want to remember those movies. We should do, if I hadn't already seen them all and I don't want to watch them again, oh, we boy. should have done like a uh, like a holiday special on Twilight or something. Oh, man. It's just <laughs> that holiday special. Some of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> That's fair. We're definitely a hay mail from like a bunch of 14-year-old girls to that yeah. one. But it's okay. just me sad at gmail.com. Send us what you got. We'll read them on air. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. So we have Silent Girl Jenny. Yeah, and this is when I was like, is Jenny the narrator? Because I had only seen the closed captions. Uh, my first thought was, is Jenny the narrator the silent girl? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know at this point. <laughs> yeah, my thought was like, wait, she's the narrator from the beginning, but she doesn't talk? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, and also like all everything that, everything that the narrator is saying is just like the most trite, like bad writing of like, she's like, Oh, everyone's got their problems to deal with. It's, it's not good or bad, just the way it is. It's just the way it is. It's like <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like, by saying it isn't, yeah, you just wash that all aside. Right. Um, but Jenny has seen the tall man though, and she has a picture. She's an artist. She's drawn a book, picture book, and she's allegedly uh, right because it's all allegedly. And she shows Jessica Beale's character uh, Julia there. Yeah, I've seen the tall man. And this is the first time when I'm like, wait a second, this isn't going to be a Slender Man movie because her tall man sketch looks nothing like Slender Man. Nope. He's just actually an average height man. Yeah. It's actually just a guy who's like six feet tall. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean. It's, oh, he's, he's just slightly average. taller than average. Yeah. So. I mean, he's taller than you because you're a kid. Maybe that's why they think it's Slender Man, but yeah, sure. Whatever. whatever. Um, so then we go, that just cuts abruptly. And then we have Julia driving home. Never ending car ride. Never end, right? It's like. Way too much. She's driving through all the mountains. I'm like, how, I thought this town was small and shitty. I think this is where the, the, the $8 million that didn't go to Jessica Biel was probably <laughs> spent on like drone footage for. <laughs> definitely was. And they were basically just driving. She's just driving through town and like having encounters with the locals some guys walking across through the tv remember this like this is all part of that and then like yeah. then they cut to like her like, driving poor, like poor people yeah yes yeah, poor people yeah like hey you got a tv and you're just walking across the street 
you have a thousand TVs already. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, it's just, that's it. Yep. And then she gets home. Yay. And we meet the son. Right. And now Jessica Bill's house here looks like a really nice house. So it's just like yeah. big blue, uh, got a really nice like wraparound porch. Uh, like yeah. everything about Jessica Bill's house is amazing. And my first thought is, I thought this town was a dump. Yeah. <laughs> Her place is nice. Why is Jessica Biel's awesome house here? Well, that's what you get in a free clinic salary. Right, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. so we meet David, the son, the supposed son. So and then we well, we do get some so we do get some little hints of she walks upstairs to go see her son. And then we get shots of uh wedding photos, her and her husband, right? Right. Well, and this is also before we even get there, this is the first time we meet Christine. And yeah. she's down in the foyer there and like babysitter they, uh right right well ends up being yes being the babysitter but oh, my God. first thought is like oh is this jessica Biel's daughter like is the, does, is there an older child and then the younger son oh, i didn't like, think that at all i thought it, i just thought well because when she comes home she's like oh there's more groceries in the car i didn't think it was a daughter no i thought it was just like a. she's too old to be a daughter i was like now this make is the babysitter bring in groceries <laughs> yeah man I'm still that's you weird 20, i'm still paying you 20 bucks an hour help out that's ruthless. No, babysitters aren't responsible for bringing in groceries. I assumed it was a child. That be, I think because of that. This is a small town. Everyone chips in. Fucking everyone is hour. everyone's child. If you, you well, yes, and everyone's going to soon not be their child. But <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. Help out. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. And so where then, you, yeah. Where so are you then, from? That's so ruthless that people wouldn't like some kid wouldn't come up like, "Hell, like, what? I'm going to help you out." No, they would, but it New wouldn't Hampshire. be. I don't think it would be expected behavior. Classic, like classic New Hampshire. When like this, it's not. It's not like she's helping out. Jessica Biel's ordering her around. Like, oh, go. There's extra groceries over there. I thought she did a B plus actor move of asking her to, "Hey, there's groceries still in the car." Yeah. All right. A <laughs> list Jessica Biel doesn't act like that, Russ. <laughs> Everything's intentional. <laughs> Um, so, okay. So but then she goes upstairs. <laughs> then she goes upstairs. Yeah. So she goes upstairs. She meets the son. Uh, I'm going to throw this out there. Right off the bat, I was like, because I, I thought this movie was built as a horror movie. And right off the bat, I was like, this kid looks creepy. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And, and, and by the way, nothing like Jessica Biel. No, shout out to the actor who plays this kid. You look creepy just in general. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> you have, yeah. And... <laughs> yeah like very like a very damien type yeah that's i I was like okay this is where we're gonna head here i was like okay yeah and spoilers christine does kind of go with damien later but and again this is just maybe this movie is just trying to flip the whole horror thing on top of its head maybe am i giving it too much credit yes you're giving it way too much credit (laughs) uh and then like so they they play together, and that that's where like the relationships seem weird because I'm like, if this is Jessica Biel's daughter or or even babysitter, whoever, like, why is she like? I was like, maybe it's the maid. Like she's making dinner, she's doing whatever, she's doing all the chores while Jessica Biel's playing with this child. Yeah, there's not a really clear line of sight of like Christine's role here. But I was thinking babysitter slash. Now I'm thinking like home help. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And then and then she puts the kid to bed and. Which, by the way, doesn't make any sense because, like, as poor as this town is, like, you're running a free clinic. What you can afford, right? Right. I mean, it goes back yeah. to also why does Jessica Biel have the only nice house in town? But I guess it's like, well, her husband was the doctor, which everyone pointed out. 
Everyone pointed out. So I don't know. But then then the kid, he's she's Jessica Biel is putting him to bed. And yep. he's like, can we play together again when you get home tomorrow? And I was like, this is the saddest line delivered by any child actor. It wasn't very good. His little complaint about the Brussels sprouts, too, was pretty weak, too. Yeah. Because we're having dinner. It's like, we're having Brussels sprouts. He's like, ew. Yeah. Boo, I hate Brussels sprouts. I'm a kid. Yeah. You're going to love them. You're going to love them 20 years from now, kid. Unless you go missing. What do you get a little uh, char on those bad boys? Maybe a little yeah. Parmesan? Oh, little you bo- no. Balsamic? Tell you right now, bake your Brussels sprouts, right? Get Hot as possible. Yep. yep. And then you throw actually a little honey balsamic uh, drizzle on them and shake them all up. Yep. Boom. Done. Yep. If this whole movie thing doesn't work out, we could start a food podcast. Sure. That kid is going to love them. But he's gone missing, so it doesn't matter. All right. So... <laughs> So we're kind of like establishing like this normal life for Julia and and her son David, who doesn't look like her at all. Um, and there's a very aggressive <laughs> storm happening in the background while this is all going on. Um, Julia brings David, you know, to bed, puts him to sleep, comes back downstairs, and she's hanging out with Christine, babysitter, slash daughter, slash. <laughs> I don't think it's not her daughter. Um, yeah. Could be actually, it's true. Um, and they're hanging out, and uh, Christine's like, "Hey, let's have a drink, whatever." And it's just, just really, I'm, this is like really specific, but it kind of drove me nuts. It's very short, but like, so she's like, "Hey, let's go have a drink, whatever." And Julie's like, "No, I don't want to drink." And Christine's like in the closet, getting the booze out of the closet, and she starts speaking. And this is more of a technical thing, but I don't know if you're sure you caught this, but oh, I did. Like. Th- the the like the voice audio and like the the video like weren't aligned and or just were like off. Oh yeah, not even close. Uh, like Christine was saying, I, I don't even know what she was saying, but like her mouth moved very little, like none at all. <laughs> and she said so much more. It was right. as if like did they did like the sound guy like forget to turn on the the recorder at that time? He's like, ah, oh, fuck. And they're like, we got to move on. And then like they came in later, <laughs> like overdubbed it or something. It looked like a really bad overdub. And like, cut. And cut. <laughs> and we're good. Ship it. And then they cut to they cut to over to to Julius, <laughs> and she's in there talking, and it just feels like so. Yeah, you you definitely did a little, which is very common, but it was just so bad, like so separating. It was just like. Didn't a good job of uh, of the old uh, ADR here. So, yeah, yes, terrible. It was, so, it, was, it was really, it stood out, which is like, obni- like you, that stuff never should stand out, but it's so stood out in this whole scene. So, yeah. Yes. And that's when, and that's when Christine comes around the corner with uh, like this super nice liquor set. There's a couple of really nice like decanters of, uh, it looks like maybe brandy or whiskey or something. Um, and I was like, wait a second. If, Everyone in this town is so poor. Everyone's just complaining about how everyone's so poor. Like, where did all this nice liquor come from? Yeah. <laughs> like, and and still, I have the question of who is Christine? Like, how, what is her relationship to Jessica Biel's character Julia here? Like, are they are they? I they still could be mother daughter to me. That's a big question mark. We'll have to find out later in the movie. Um. So they Christine convinces Julia Jessica Biel there to have a drink, have a drink, let's have a couple cocktails, whatever. Yep. And Julia's like, no, I'm not, you know, she first is like, no, I don't want to drink, whatever, right? And then right. Christine immediately dives into how important the husband was in, to the town, right? Yes. Like, just Which like, is weird. again, like, cool, you're the second person to bring this up. Thanks for the weird exposition. I appreciate it. Yeah, like, can we just hang out and have a drink? 
Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, and then we cut quickly to um, Jessica Biel, Julia, if you will. Yeah. Just drunk. She's like, well, I guess I'll have one. Yeah, and then, <laughs> like, then we cut to her just being drunk. Wasted, yeah. She has like maybe a quarter of an inch of whatever this liquor is in a cup, and then all of a sudden it cuts to stumbling all over the place and now hey i will give them maybe they could it could have just been jumping time saying hey they had more than than what was shown that's fine that's fine sure but my biggest problem is that <laughs> we definitely brought this down jared what's the first book you pick up when you're shit housed yes i had exactly the same note <laughs> it's always homer's odyssey absolutely always always i actually it's around here somewhere i always just have it open yeah if i had a nickel for every time i opened homer's odyssey while i was wasted i would have you would a thousand nickels at least a thousand nickels <laughs> i've known you for a long time you'd have at least a thousand nickels yeah you know i'm a big homer guy i know you are and you know i'm a big odyssey guy and sure. every time These i was covering it yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> we would have at least two thousand nickels combined. Yes, I mean, just the amount of pages that you can read. Ugh. Oh, Ugh. Just... what an odyssey! <laughs> really? Okay, we're gonna move on from that one. <laughs> yeah, I hate this. <laughs> um. So then she awakens from her drunken odyssey stupor. Yeah, so like something like and she's just evangelist on the radio, and she was like sleeping on the floor or something. Hey, happens to all of us, right? Um, yeah, been there, been there, done that. Um, so she, yeah, she wakes up and it's like something's cr- television or radio is cranking out some televangelist about. I don't know. Yeah, you're, televangelist you're, you're, shit. You're I don't burn. know. <laughs> well, you're gonna burn. You're probably gonna die. She's gonna you know come find you and burn you. I was like Jesus. a lot of like, burning. Yeah, it's like damn. It seems just relax. We don't need to do that. Um, so she's heading down the stairs like, oh man, this is, this is, this is okay. This is where the horror part's going to happen. Yep. She gets downstairs. She goes and she shuts off the radio. It was just the radio was on. Yep. Shuts that off. She goes in the refrigerator, opens the refrigerator. Did she drink milk by the way, straight from the garden? I got really angry about this and I wrote, <laughs> wrote that down as a note. I was like, who drinks milk out of the garden? That's, I know it's a, I know it's a trope. It's, I think it's more like an eighties thing. But like, yeah, like, why is it a trope? Do you know any people in real life that do that? No, I live alone, um, and I still pour stuff into glasses. Yeah, I lived alone for a long time, and I always poured things either in a glass or like got things that were single serve, and it didn't matter. So it seems like I don't know. I've I've like I've drank things out of a cart one time. I was like, oh, this feels just a little rude. Drinking milk also kind of makes you a psycho. I don't. <laughs> Uh, someone who's lactose intolerant i agree like yeah i don't know anyone that drink i mean i i do know shout out to matt who i don't think listens to the podcast but (laughs) he's gonna know yeah i I know like one person who drinks milk (laughs) like like actual like cow milk yeah like hey two percent let me give me a glass yeah guy loves milk and so does jessica beale apparently (laughs) apparently jessica beale yeah uh, no, I was like, that kind of threw me for a loop too. I was like, well, hey, you know, whatever. Yeah. Hey, and when in Rome, when you live alone, you know? Well, Jessica Beale, I think, so call me out on this if I'm making it up, but I think there's a pretty famous Got Milk campaign featuring Jessica Beale from way back when. 
thanks to the Dairy Association of America. Wow. Shout out to the Dairy Association. Are you thinking there's some, is that like a little, there's no way. I think this is a deep cut no shout out way. to Got Milk. I feel like I give, I feel like you call me out for giving. I give, I give, and you take, you take. No, I give credit for some random stuff. And you're like, there's no way. <laughs> I am no way giving you credit. No, there's no way. That's too deep. This is Got Milk related. And wow. Or do you, she, oh, or do you think, it, oh, hold on. Deeper cut. Technical difficulties? Nope. <laughs> Missing kids, milk carton. <gasps> and sounds like you just solved the mystery, Scooby-Doo. Yep. So <laughs> so she's drinking milk out of the carton, and guess who goes missing? Well, and while she... Her son. Before that, though, while she's drinking the milk, did you, did you notice? Because you didn't. I can assure you didn't. I did. I noticed in the background of the Christine sitting on the floor. Yeah. Christine wasn't there in the background. Oh, wait, what? The first time she was? First, the first time she was? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, did, I don't it's, know. It was, just like a, it was just a goof? Well, they reveal Christine, and then I'm like, wait a second. Christine wasn't there a second ago. A second ago, yeah, because she well, was a camera. Because Christine was on the floor in a closet where the booze was. Yeah. Anyway, Christine's uh, on the floor. All right, yeah, spoilers. So Christine's on the floor wrapped up, a little bloody. Uh, and so then, like, why is she bloody? Like the, it looks like, like she has like a gag in her mouth. Yeah, because you can't you can't tie someone up without blood being spilt. Uh, all right, I guess. It sounds like I like I know what I'm talking about, but I yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's a weird thing to say, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said that way too smoothly, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you can't tie someone up without a little blood. Yeah, I mean you can't make an omelet with scramble a few eggs. Yeah, just a little blood, bud. <laughs> well, yeah, clearly this was like a who. Oh, all right, well. What? No, it's fine. Uh, go. What was the next point that you're gonna make? <laughs> well, clearly this was like an un. This was a poorly planned job from the person who was stealing the child, which is another sign that this wasn't some you know boogie man to the tall man, right? <laughs> yeah, not because who co- who like you, you know the people are home. Like this is just poorly planned. Well, they're waiting till nighttime storm. Hoping everyone was asleep. Jessica Bill comes down, drinks her milk. A little throwback to her, you know, got milk slash, hey, you know, kids going missing. Yep. And I think it was just a, you know, quick run and grab thing. Yeah. We're I, think, I, think, I think Christine just got, got knocked the fuck out and, you know, tied up. It makes sense. The end, like, you know? Yeah. So this is squarely tight, uh, squarely Christine's fault, right? Like, yes. there's no possible way it's not her fault. 100%. <laughs> She's definitely 100%. Like, <laughs> you, you screwed up. Like, I don't know. I think she was in charge of protecting the child from, not to be confused with, uh, Disney's the child. Uh, and uh, I was hoping this, the tall man would be supernatural. So this is the first time I'm disappointed. I mean, this isn't the actual tall man reveal, but no. this is the first time that we're led to believe there's a tall man reveal. And I was like, wait, why would he tie her up? Why is he, why is he not awesome Slender Man? Yeah. I was just angry. I was like, oh, the tall man looks like Black Noir from The Boys uh, and not very tall either. Yeah, it just, it's just a homemade costume. You're like, okay, this is all just, this is all kind of fake. Um, so, all right, so Christine's tied up. Uh, Chris, uh, Jessica Biel's like, what the, what the heck's going on? Tries right. to help her out and realizes that kid's missing, runs upstairs, kid's missing. Right. Comes back downstairs. Yep. 
I'm confused about where everyone is. So she goes upstairs. No one's there. Kid's gone. She comes back downstairs. Christine goes to try and like untire in a really poorly done fashion. You're thinking too much with reason. I know. I know. Fuck. There's a logic. And then, and then out of nowhere comes quote unquote the tall man or right whoever the, the kidnapper is in this case. And we're gonna call it a kidnapper because that's what it is. Uh, has David her yep. quote-unquote son, right. looks at them and then walks out the door. And then Jessica Biel gets up to go after them and trips over a chair. Right. So Jessica Biel sees, uh, you know, the intruder. He's, she, the, the intruder has her quote-unquote son, David, runs out the door. Jessica Biel gets up from Christine, trips over her own chair. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. You just tripped over your own chair. Clearly, you're still drunk from the booze you had earlier. Very Three Stooges. Very Three Stooges. It was not. It was not smooth at all. Yeah. Um, and then she's. I was actually wasn't expecting this, but she's just on a full on chase now. Like. Yes, she's like, chasing down this uh, uh, truck. Yes. Like Which, a really dumpy, like a uh, like the new um, newspaper jewelry truck. That's what it looks like. Yeah, my first thought was like, oh, is this an armored car? Uh, is this an ice cream truck? Like, I had a lot mm-hmm. of confusing questions. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, so... Ice cream truck? Later. I definitely would not confuse it for an ice cream truck. Uh, no, yeah. no. I don't know where you're from. I know you're from, but I don't know where you're from. But I mean, I know where you're from, but that's yeah, not what ice cream truck I'm sure you have some weird ice cream trucks. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of complaints about the truck because... At the time, I was like, oh, this makes it more interesting. This makes the movie maybe the plot. Um, but then, spoilers for later on, when we find out that the person here is David's mother, Mrs. Johnson, you're like, wait a second. what? How does she, why does she have this kind of truck? Yeah, <laughs> like, why, why do you have the creepiest truck in town? Well, again, it's yes. poor town, so you get what you can get. But like... Yeah, none of it makes sense. Like this, mo- this scene makes a lot of sense if you only think about it before you know the reveal yes and then when you actually go back and think about the movie you're like this makes no sense why <laughs> yeah and also jessica biel is like i feel like jessica is like kind of tall and muscular uh compared to compared to mrs johnson here <laughs> yeah uh i mean i gave you rambo first blood just saying right exactly you're right so she runs out of the house. All right. So we got what we think is tall man, but I think as the audience, I was like, this isn't tall man. This isn't a horror movie. This, this is not who that is. This Mrs. is Johnson. This, this is, this is Mrs. Johnson. Clearly has the kid. They run out and Julia Jessica Bill goes chasing after them. Uh, and then it's again, the truck. We talked about this truck. Truck is moving not very fast. And then Jessica Bill is just like, well, she's like T one thousand running after this this truck, like yes, grabs yeah. on the back of the truck. Actually, more Indiana Jones fashion, I would think. She grabs oh, yeah. on the back, grab on the back of the truck. I was like, oh, this is exciting. This is fun. Awesome. Hanging on, and they hit the like one pothole in town, and that like throws her off. Right. And this part got me a little. This part got me chuckling a little bit. So she's holding onto the back of it. She's in a robe. She's hanging on the back of the truck. Yeah. There's no possible way this happens. No. She would have severe injuries. <laughs> so, so hold on. So which part? One, hitting a pothole, 
just hold. You're gonna. I don't think you're gonna get knocked. You wouldn't get knocked off a truck that bad. I don't think she could hold onto the truck as well as she was holding onto the truck in the first. Really? Place. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I don't know. I thought I could hang on. I thought about. I thought I was, could I hang on to that truck? I was like, I could hang on to that truck. I thought she should have got bounced off way sooner. And that's then, fair. And then I buy that does, too. She's getting dragged. She's getting literally dragged at like forty miles an hour. <laughs> So yeah, so she gets bumped off with a speed bump off holding on like she's like hanging on the back. She gets bumped and then she drops and somehow grabs onto the bumper of the truck and is right. being dragged. Her shins, her whole bottom, her the whole bottom half of her legs are being dragged on the pavement. Now I've never been dragged by a truck ever. Um, sure, pretty sure I have. No, I have not been. I'm imagining that's pretty fucking painful. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> like wildly unrealistic. And especially after the beating that she got in her own house. Like she took a nice beating from herself falling in, the down in and, that chair. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. That and chair then, that chair knocked her the fuck out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's like chasing this truck. She catches the truck. Like she's mangled. Yeah. There's no way she's not mangled by now. Yeah. So so she's on the truck. She's, she lets go. She gets tossed off the truck, right? Now she's, the truck is kind of moving. And we're nighttime. I don't know what time. What time do you think we're at right now? Take a uh, guess. I'm guessing 6 p.m. Are you serious? Yeah. The kid went to bed at what time? I don't know, 6. <laughs> All right. All right. So you're All right, wrong. It's probably like 10. It's probably like 10. 10? Sure. She got drunk, woke up in the middle of the night. It's like, it's got to be like midnight, one, two in the morning. Well, I'm basing this off of uh, my three pages of notes later when all of a sudden it's 5 a.m. When they tell you the time, <laughs> which seems like. Oh, wait, did they tell you that? Did I miss yes, that? Yeah, you did. Oh, miss that. what? I totally missed that. Because <laughs> yeah. now I see this, I get really sensitive about these movies are like 36 hours earlier. I'm like, well, let's think about the time it actually is right now because. Yeah. It's, it definitely is not 6 p.m. It is definitely like... It's way after the diner when it's 5 a.m. <laughs> yes. So right now, that's where I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's like 11, <laughs> like midnight. I don't know. It's pretty early, I think. All right. Well, let's go with, you know, Pacific Northwest. Uh, cold, cold Rock goes to bed by 11. Sure. Pacific time. Yeah. That's right. I guess I'm thinking, you know, EST. Um, You're thinking so, hours of difference. That's right. It's three hours. Um, so, all right. So she gets dragged. She lets go. She kind of rolls around, which, by the way, I think also be super painful once you let go and then just kind of roll because then, like, your limbs are just flopping around and you're just getting, like... Yes. I remember when I was getting my motorcycle license and we went to, like, motorcycle class and they were like, yeah, you know how people just, like, roll off of things on the street in movies? Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Like you will hurt. Like that's why motorcycle people wear leather because it's like that won't right. embed, that won't embed itself in your skin. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to reduce like the burn, right? Like right. <laughs> yeah. So so she's on the ground in her robe, definitely fucked up. Um and then the and then van is attack dog. <laughs> well, yeah, well the van stops and like the van stops and she somehow kind of in all this chaos, somehow cleverly outsmarts the person of interest mrs. here mrs johnson aka tall man too right from so tall man gets out of the out of the van whatever and she outsmarts him goes around to the blind spot rolls underneath the van i'm like this is pretty clever for someone who's just been through like that much 
Like if I was dragged by a van, which one I wouldn't be because I would be I would have given up probably like two minutes in. I'd be like, ah, you know what? I'm just gonna sure. I'm gonna figure out some other way to to solve this mystery. You're gonna be disoriented. Yeah, I'm gonna be a little messed up. In your head's you got a concussion. Yeah. And she rolls underneath the van, sees the feet. The feet. Uh, Mrs. Johnson gets inside the van, and then she rolls out. And she goes to open up the other side, so the passenger side of the door, because that's where her quote unquote son is sleeping, right, David? Yep. She opens it up, and out of nowhere, a dog just jumps. <laughs> where was this dog before? Why would, this dog would have been this, this dog would have been livid. Oh yeah, I mean the, like. Uh, she- this dog would have been livid when that van stopped. Yeah. And I like how the, the kidnapper, the presumed kidnapper here is like listening to coverage of themselves on the radio. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and there's a kid missing. Like send all patrol units out to blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> um, so this is kind of fun too. So the dog jumps out, attacks Jessica Beale in a robe. And there's definitely a great moment of stun double Jessica Beale with very clear giant foam arm thing underneath the did you catch yep. that yeah that was pretty great oh yeah and in fact they kept switching between arms every time they cut back which is pretty great too <laughs> um and then uh so she's got the dog on top of her dog is like attacking her and jessica beale does classic just i don't know if it's classic it's not classic but just the new ro- rock to german shepherd dog's head yeah yeah like a poor pup yeah i mean now looking back on it Dog was just doing what he was doing. Yeah. Um, and then she gets back to the, the van um, and she's like, I don't know, she's like kind of fumbling around the side of the van, um, clearly distraught as anyone would be. Yep. And then she just gets knocked out by yep. Mrs. Johnson, a.k.a. potentially tall man, a.k.a. You think it's supposed to be tall man, but it's just a lady. Yep. <laughs> um, and then we're, we wake up to inside of the truck and julia's tied up yep and the this is when this is when the kidnapper is listening to the coverage of themselves yep uh so jessica beale in my mind she's like she's going crazy she's like trying to figure out how she can escape from this she's like all right how do like looking all over the place not understanding the situation there's a very threatening dog in the back with her trying to i don't know eat her face or something but also taking a sweet time Super threatening dog. Yeah, but also at the same time, the dog isn't actually doing anything. <laughs> it's like no, well, he's just showing his teeth and keeping her in place. But like, hey, just don't fucking move, human. Right. And that's when she finds the hole, which some random hole in the side of the truck where she scuttles over to and kind of was it, was it like a small barrel inside the truck. I actually know. I was trying to figure that out. I was like, I think maybe it's a hole in the side of the truck. Yeah, there's some sort of metal that she can like cut cut the ropes that are binding her on. Yeah, this isn't her first time doing this or won't be the last. Um, so yeah, so she gets herself out of this rope tie-up job here. Right, and uh, our, our, our hero, David, the boy, uh, is like chilling in the front seat here with our uh, kidnapper slash his mother. Yeah, <laughs> his real mother. Right, and that's AKA, when... She- well, we don't know this yet, obviously, but... Right, Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> Who we also don't know that either, but yeah. Right. Uh, and then Jessica Beale like busts through the window uh, between the the like, cab and the back. And it, but no, but she like it just it just explodes and it's like, all right, what what are you what are you thinking right now? What's your plan? What is you your plan? To to, yeah, what are you opening? So your 
as we all think right now, your quote unquote son is sitting in the passenger seat. You know this, right? Right. Uh, you're going to blast through the glass and you're yep. going to grab the driver and wildly irresponsible. And then what? Right. By the way, like, the kid is laying down. There's no seat. He doesn't have a seatbelt on. No, you're going to kill them all. <laughs> yes. Which, hey, if that's, if that's your intention, it's like, you know what? If I can't have them, you can't have them. We're all going to die together, including the dog who's just like doing his job of just being like, hey, man, I don't know you. Just being the goodest boy. You know? So yeah. she then- just <laughs> blasts the glass. <laughs> Yep, say it again. <laughs> it's it's fun. You say it. Say it once. Yeah, blast through the glass. It is fun. You're right? It's good. Okay, you like it. Um, and there, this scene also takes way too long. Way There's a lot too of like long. So she's struggling. She's trying to choke out the driver, and it's also curving. The kid is barely waking up, which is like, dude, are you serious right now? Like, mommy? Right. Like, were you drugged up? What's going on here? Right. Um, and then they're, they're struggling and then the dog is like gnawing at her leg in the back. Right. Which her by the way, mangled is, legs, her really fucked up legs yeah. from earlier, which she got dragged. <laughs> this whole scene is just uh, too much for me. And then there's just a random tree branch, <laughs> not a tree branch. That was a tree. <laughs> so. I thought about this because at first I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, they're just cruising down this like, you know, back roads road, whatever. It's fine. And then there's like this giant tree in the middle of the road. And I was like, oh, that's kind of really well-timed. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'll let this one slide. There was a storm earlier. Fine. I'm, I'm going to let it slide. There was a storm earlier. There was a vicious storm when she put the kid to bed. There was a vicious storm. So... Let it slide. Right. Although it did feel very just kind of placed there. Yes. They foreshadowed it and like it hadn't rained since then. <laughs> like, like nothing is wet. Like the ground isn't wet. <laughs> well, it is a little bit, but yeah, yeah. No, it's it's this is all this is all a little tough to believe. But hey, you know. Yeah, I'm giving, I'm, the, I'm giving him this one. You're being very generous. I'll let them slide on this one. So there's a big giant, pretty much a tree in the middle of the road and the truck just runs into it and they flip over and slide 30 ish, 40 ish feet down the road. Yeah. And like, how is everyone fine? Like everyone's more or less fine after this. That was my thought. My thought was like, everyone's dead. Movie's over. Right. We're done. We're done. <laughs> like, like kids dead. The dog's dead. Jessica yeah. Beale's dead. They're all dead. Again, the kid wasn't wearing a seatbelt. He definitely should have gone through the windshield or something. He got like, tossed around. He had to have been tossed around that thing like a, like a hot potato, just like bouncing around. Yeah, and the first thing you see is uh, David crawling out of the side of the truck because it's on its side. First person. And then, uh, and then it shows uh, the supposed tall man who's really just his mom uh, mm-hmm. also crawling out of the truck and grabbing him and walking down the street. And then you're yep. like, a little bit of a limp. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. A little bit of a Pro- limp. Problem solved, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it. Um, and then Jenny shows up. Yeah. She sees this terrible accident and doesn't do anything. Does <laughs> nothing. <laughs> like, instead of like trying, like she sees uh, this like stranger in a cloak dragging this boy away. And, and, and doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, it seemed a little too coincidental. It was like, wow, this, she just shows up. She sees the quote-unquote 
tall man walking with a kid and does nothing. And she just bikes away too. And then we get two seconds later, Julia just Chuck Norrising the back of the door of the truck to kick it. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> yeah, she just like, just like powerhouse opens the back door and just pops out. And I was like, oh, this scene is not over. I thought it was going to cut and just move on. But nope, we're, nope. we're still moving here. We're going to let Jessica be able to blast through these steel doors real quick. And then, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so, um, and by the way, the dog definitely did not survive. Right? You don't think so? Well, I don't know. Like the dog was the only one who didn't, like the dog didn't pop up. That's true, I guess. Yeah, and I guess he was probably kind of mangled after she bashed him with the rock. I don't, I don't think they loaded the dog back in. Oh, the- you're right. No, yeah, yeah. Good call. Dog didn't go back in the truck. I think the dog was like on the side of the road still. Kind no, of no, 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 no. The dog totally was in the truck. The dog oh, was, was mangling on her leg when she. Oh, when right. She- it was. Yeah. Then. Yes. Oh, you're right. All right. Well, I think the biggest, peace. I think the big, ba- yeah. Rest in peace, dog. Rest in peace, Cujo. Yeah, you're the you're the biggest loss in this movie. So after we get through Jenny not doing anything about this, uh, Jessica Beale's character, ex- like you said, explodes from the vehicle and like just starts wandering into the woods. <laughs> and Limp, I was like, still in the robe. Just this is not not at all how I pictured this movie going. No, me neither. I was like, oh, okay, I want Slender Man. <laughs> so she's in a hunt, and then she just comes across some. Uh, footprints I, this is what i'm saying again this is this is rambo first blood here she just like she's she spots footprints she's like she's on the hunt is that when she falls into the quicksand or whatever it was? yeah the quick mud whatever it was it's kind of lame i was like really that's yeah. really after all this yep and like fi- like this is finally when they acknowledge that she's actually pretty mangled <laughs> like this is when yeah she, like, after she pulls herself out of the mud, she's sitting there and addressing her wounds finally. And you're like, oh, yeah, they were exactly as bad as I thought. Not, I mean, not quite as bad as I assumed they should be, but... Yeah, they're, they're pretty bad. Like, you had yeah. a dog gnawing at your leg for... Yeah, and like the... the Good the, half mile. The person that she's chasing, Mrs. Johnson uh, and David... They didn't, they didn't wander into the woods. They wandered down the street. Like, what would compel you to just like go straight into the woods where no one will find you. <laughs> she saw the footprints. I, yeah, I guess, but come on. I agree. Uh, I agree. So then, she's, okay, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, she's like, she's like slumbering now under this s- sign randomly above her head that says, the tall man. Do you remember that? Yeah. So this is, all right. So a couple things. So she goes, she, she dumps you quicksand, whatever, right? And But the other thing too, so she's tracking through the woods and I was like, you've been badass this kind of this entire time. Yeah. Right. And then you get into the woods and you just start yelling your kid's name. Right. David. Yeah. Like you've, you just ruined everything. Like you ruined all surprise, blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay. Mud pits happen. Okay. But yeah, then she's sitting there and she's like, gets out of the mud pit and she's kind of recovering. She looks all of her wounds, her arms all banged up from the dog, her legs all banged up from the dog. Right. Yeah. But like, how is she sitting underneath like a tall man altar? Like (laughs) who? I, I thought, I honestly thought they were going to do more credits. I was like, wait a second. (laughs) Are we still not out of the intro of the movie? (laughs) Are we just getting started (laughs) again? Am I going to see Jessica be all on the street again? Yeah. Oh my God. So we don't stop. It doesn't stop. 
No, because it's 36 hours. Everything's got to be, we're all, this has got to be continuous time here. So now she's just walking down the street, all banged up. Sleeping in the street. Falls asleep in a road as one does. I think I did that. I slept in a trash barrel one time, you said. I remember that. A dumpster, yeah. Dumpster. I slept in a dumpster one time. Did I sleep in a street? I've definitely slept in a street, probably. I'm sure you've slept in a street, yeah. There's no doubt. Um, So she's fallen asleep in a street for better reasons than my. And then we get a car pulls up. It's the lieutenant. Right. Lieutenant Dodd. Lieutenant Todd, um, he comes up and like began what time we think what time what time we think this is and like yeah I think I think we're maybe talking like three o'clock in the morning now I think she fell asleep for a couple hours in the street yeah and like right. why is Lieutenant Dodd so calm like I feel like I'd be pretty rattled if all of a sudden I'm like driving up and I see a body in the road I know that like he's a cop and whatever but like come on. <laughs> Yeah, Which like be nonchalant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Another sign that like maybe he's the creeper. You know, I guess so. I'm still not. I just don't get his place in this world. <laughs> I think they. I think they used him as a ruse. It's like you. They think they used him as like again, like just trying to lean to make you think that he was the bad guy. Yeah, because he that. he is creepy looking, and he's just kind of like hovering around even say in the beginning right when they're in the diner and he shows up and they're like oh he's had five cups of coffee and he's just kind of weird and just around whenever yeah and i to be fair to you uh this is when he loads her up in the car and they start driving away and he goes classic cop line we're gonna get that son of a bitch <laughs> and then Jesus. this is where i say credit to you then i wrote is this guy the tall man <laughs> thank you very much uh he's like, not but then i was suspicious because he brings her to the diner and i was like why would you bring her to the diner and not a hospital that was <laughs> that was my first thought too like you have a radio why did you you brought her to the town diner yeah and that would should have been a fir- that was a first sign of like okay there's some foul play going on right now yeah and the, i don't know again so we show up at the trish's diner and everyone in town is at the diner. <laughs> yeah, it's packed. It's again, it's probably like two or three o'clock in the morning. Unclear. Yes, it definitely is two or three in the morning because we were working hour to hour right now because we were building back up. It's 36 hours and we're all working through this. Right. Well, and we're it's like kind out. of real time. It's like, it's not like we're jumping ahead at all. Yeah. Not only that, <laughs> but like, I, I think that we're very close to when we get the five o'clock in the morning signal. Yes. <laughs> So like it's probably yeah it's probably like two or three at this yes, point definitely in the For entire sure. town all of the character characters we've talked spoken about other than like Jenny and you know whatever the the, the kids in the beginning right are in this are in this diner right now and I imagine that the woman that runs the diner I'm imagining her name is Joan no she's no. Tr- she's Trish sure <laughs> it's Trish's diner. All right. Well, she rolls up immediately and, and looks at Jessica Biel and she goes, "You're hurt, sweetie." You're like, "Yeah, fucking thanks, Trish." Like, yeah, I'm bleeding out of every hole right now in my face. Like, this is terrible. Isn't that better than saying like, "Thanks, Joe"? I mean, that's pretty good too. But yeah, thanks, Trish. Yes. Thanks, Karen. Like, why does everyone hate her? Like, I don't know. Like. Because like everyone, as as Trish is like, oh, you're hurt, sweetie. Everyone is giving her a stink eye. Jessica Biel is getting the stinkiest stink eye. 
Big time. Three o'clock in the morning in this diner. And she's been like mauled and destroyed and she's here she is. You know, I was like, she talked about how revered her husband was in town. And I was like, oh, did she kill her husband? Is that what the, like, or, or is Jessica B? This is my first thought where I was like, oh, maybe Jessica Biel's the villain. I don't know. That was, so at this point I was like, I didn't know what to think. My thought, I didn't think, I, I'll be honest. I didn't think that she was a villain at this point. I thought that the town was actually in on, yeah, and that's what the movie designed you to think, like for sure. Yeah, and I bought it. Whatever, I hook, I hook line and sinker. Sure, that's fine. Whatever, I don't mind. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever, I go like, first viewing. I go in stupid. Yeah, hook me, and they got me. Hundred percent. I'm hundred percent got me. Yeah, I'm stupid. Every we're stupid right now. I'm stupid, but yeah, like whatever. It hooked me, and I was like, yeah, all right. I mean, she she's Jessica Biel. She can't be the bad guy. Right. They did that on purpose. They got me. It was a trap. It, it's been a, <laughs> a trap. Yeah, and then and then Joan Trish is like, oh, I left a towel and clean clothes in my office, and I was Joan like, Joan Trish, I it's just Trish. It's I know, Trish's it's diner. She I know, but I'm assuming her name's Joan. She looked like a Joan. You, you want to call her Joan? It's fine. Right? <laughs> she didn't seem like a Joan to you. <laughs> I mean, she kind of did. Right? <laughs> we can't. Never gonna confuse. No, it's Trish. It's gotta be Trish because right. Joan's gonna confuse people. You're right. Just Trish. Uh, left a towel and clean clothes in her office. And I was like, wait a second, because the next scene immediately afterwards is in the bathroom. And I was like, I actually love this. I feel like it's a real good, like Archie Bunker tribute of like her office is the bathroom. Like it's a funny bathroom humor joke. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, that's good. That's good. But then I realized she's talking about an actual office. An actual office, yeah. <laughs> Not if he's at a doctor's office. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, so then um, this is where things get fucking crazy. Right. This is when everyone, I said cahoots. And by the way, I've been, I've been, I've been very good with my F-bombs. I think I've only dropped two. And I'm I proud of you. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm, 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 I'm learning. I mean, Speed Kills was a rough episode, I think. That was a really that rough was... episode. Sometimes you need to drop F-bombs, but I think this is a moment where like, they needed one. Yeah, and I blame John Travolta for that, honestly. Because, <laughs> like, the script was trying to prove itself that it was rated R. <laughs> so, We're not talking about the movie. We're not talking about the movie. Sorry, anymore. sorry, yeah. <laughs> but good on you for not swearing so much. <laughs> Thanks, bud. I'm turning a new leaf. I got a swear jar right here. Put quarters in it so I can pay for laundry. All right, yeah. so... We're turning into a family-friendly podcast, listeners, in case you didn't know. We're trying to... Yeah. We're trying right, to that get, push those, it. get those Raytheon dollars. Wouldn't... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't push it. All right, so we all right. So this is a big this is a big moment because we have Trish gives Julia a place to go and change. She goes and changes, and we start to reveal some of the plot finally. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I mean, we're about an hour into it. It's an hour forty five minutes long. Finally, the plot starts. <laughs> finally, the plot thickens. Um. So I'm gonna I'm jumping. Uh, make sure I'm not jumping too far ahead here. So Julia's in in the back office room. She's changing, right? Sure. Into the clothes that Trish gave her. Trish, aka the owner of the diner. Yep. And she's changing, and then I don't know. Happens across a little weird little shrine thing. Yes, a weird little shrine Is thing. That- 
Is that, is that, is that appropriate? Is that a right thing? Like, no, I think, yes. I mean, that is the next thing that happens. Here. Oh, no, no, no. I, I know I take it back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is important. So, so Julia's changing and she's like by the window and she spots the local drunk guy and the sheriff outside. This is the first thing, right? Yeah. And they're yelling at each other outside. And it's not, they're clearly, this is, they're this in, is the, in they're, cahoots. Yes, they're in cahoots and there's clearly something going on. And like, it's like, oh, my first thought was like, oh, the town is involved in this. Yeah, which is exactly the goal because the town is involved in this. The town is. Yeah. They are deeply involved in this, but not for uh, the reasons you think. Right. So they this is like, all right, well, you two are you literally yelling outside like the window here. Like, can you like, really? Right. And Jessica Bill did a very bad job of washing her face. The scene before this, she's like in the bathroom, washing her face. When they cut back to her while she's observing the, the sheriff and the guy from the diner there, like, yeah. She's covered in blood still. <laughs> oh, she's like, like yeah. Like way, like, way to go on cleaning yourself up here. You're like wearing this, you're wearing Trish's nice clothes, uh, covered in blood still. Doused. Thankless. If you will. <laughs> yeah, terrible. Um, so then Julia's like, okay, that's weird. And we're all like, as audience, that's weird. Okay, these two guys are yelling at each other. And then she discovers a shrine in this back office right. between behind behind the curtain yeah curtain beads bead bead curtain sure and it's like got a bunch of signs of missing children and then a picture of quote-unquote her son david right and that's when i love how it cuts out to like the front of the diner Mm -hmm. and in the front of the diner they're all like Hey, she's looking at the kids' picture. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, is this the Truman show? Like, is everyone in cahoots here? This is when I was like, is the town is yeah. the town conspiring against Jessica Beale? Um, and this was also a moment for me, like, all right, so she comes back. Why would Trish put her in a room by herself in a place where there's by the way, it's also pretty awkward to have a shrine in a back room in a diner. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's not like, even your kid. But why? That's that's weird. There's no possible good reason why you would have a weird shrine to not your kid. <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> why would you why would you why would you put her back there by herself in a room and it's just right there? Right. With 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 also a back door. Like this room so this room just like has a like it has an exit like oh oh emergency exit only but uh also like she escaped there might have been, there might as well have been an arrow being like hey did you just discover their shrine of like you know yeah, yeah exit over here yeah and like the and then and then they go back to the front of the house and the guy just goes that bitch is in the forest <laughs> like, like, the end, yeah. oh my god Door. So the entire town, though, is in the diner at this time at two, three in the morning. The entire like we got Stephen, the abusive douche. Yep. We got Sheriff. We got everyone who's in this diner. Yes. And then she's in the forest. Oh wait. So hold on. Wait. wait there's an even better part. So when she's like, so she's changing. So back in the back office. There's so much. This is like a moment of just like ugh, logic breakdown here. Yeah. Lots on back. 
so she's in there, she's changing, whatever. She hears the conversation outside. She's like, what the hell? Oh yeah, that's not good. Okay, obviously they're caught on to me. And then she finds their shrine, which is like right there. It's like, this is stupid. And then there's like, did you catch like the random dude who like walks by the window? Oh yeah. It, it was the cook. Yeah. It was the cook at the diner. And he he's the one who walks into the diner in the front of the house and is just like, she's on to us. <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't make any sense. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> Like, and that's what? when I was like, is this the Truman Show? <laughs> I was like, why, why? Oh my God. Yeah, and like, and then, so then they go out to the parking lot after she escapes. Uh, and they're like, where did all these weapons come from? Like, all these guys, like, pulling like brass knuckles out of their car. And like, what? you're like, wait. <laughs> We're going to get her. We're going to get her. Let's get her. <laughs> and then, and then they look back at the sheriff and they go, you still need to think, big boy. <laughs> He's like, because originally he had said that he wasn't sure that uh, she was the one that had like committed the heinous crimes. This is when it starts to turn into like, this is when I was like, oh, is Jessica Biel the villain? <laughs> so at this point, everything's going to shit. No one knows what's happening. The town is somehow hunting Jessica Biel. She's seemingly on the run in the forest. Like everything is, everything is, this seems like the climax of the movie or what should be. It feels very uh, Rambo first play, by the way. Yeah. So at this point, we have no idea what's going on. Uh, the whole town seems to be hunting Jessica Beale for some reason. We don't know who we're supposed to be rooting for. Uh, there's kids missing. Everything bad that could possibly happen is happening. This seems like the climax of the film. So tune in Thursday. Uh, we finish this atrocity of a film. Um, That's fair. Uh, I was also uh, stay tuned uh, to every get podcast for part two, uh, and we'll be be in your ears then. Yeah, and in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at it's this meets that, and itmt pod on Twitter. Or if you're feeling old fashioned, send us an email at uh, it's this meets that at gmail.com. As always, you can find all our episodes at it's this meets that dot com. Thanks for listening.